all set. We are wired up for sound and video. That's awesome. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol So, aka Naughty Boss, live on a Triumph Tuesday with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, all bundled up because it's 25 degrees right now. Ooh. Yeah, not exactly the type of um heat wave excuse me heat wave weather that we like to chat always chat about how nice the um you know the weather is in florida um miss those kind of uh november october november december days um you know when especially being from you know that now that i'm back in the north been back for over 10 years now <laughs> your body obviously acclimates to the region that you're living in and of course, you know, when you're living in Florida and then you come, you know, back to the Northeast, it's like, you know, you're, you are just so darn cold. And I'm one of those people that's always cold anyways. So there's a little acclimation always going on with me. So what are you going to do? It just works out that way. And, and funny thing is this weather, we've had quote cooler temps. Uh, it has been in the lower 70s. Uh, and thankfully, you know, we got to try the heater out in the pool, which worked out great because the water temp or the pool water was 83 versus the air temp, which was 10 degrees cooler. So that kind of was a, you know, get used to kind of a thing, but it worked out really nicely. And this time of year, um, typically in Florida, you know, your, your cooler month is, is November and then you slowly get into warmer temps like I think towards the end of the week, we're going to hit 80s again. So just, you know, we really only had, they call it a cool spell. It was about two weeks. We had one week of kind of icky weather with some rain and with, with coolness, meaning upper 60s, lower 70s, which I do not consider that cool weather, but locals here consider that cold weather. And I've actually seen people in winter jackets, believe it or not. And I crack up because I'm just happy to either be in a short sleeve or a tank. Um, so... I'm enjoying this weather tremendously, and it really just makes uh, the just a little bit of Christmas gives you that you know holiday flair, even though it's low seventies. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? Oh, you know the, the holiday weather, it's low seventies. <laughs> so um, I know that um, you know with weather comes certain weather attire, right? Um, and um, like I said, I'm one of those people, everybody knows I'm always cold. So I'm always layered up. And, you know, just for instance, <laughs> like I could be, you know, sitting here right now and then all of a sudden, you know, you get that sweltering, like, oh my God, I'm so hot. And then, you know, the layers start coming off. So I'm always about um, layering and um, being, and the funny thing is a lot of times, you know, um, obviously when I get dressed, like I said, I'm layering. But then I'm still so cold, so I'll put my either this heavy um, sweater on or my robe. Of course, when I'm not on video, <laughs> I wear my robe around my clothes. And you know, one time, obviously, a couple times actually, I was on video with my robe on. But there were people that I know very well, so it wasn't a big deal. And the funny thing was, I was ready to say, as she's coming on to the Zoom. I'm ready to say, yeah, I know. I, I'm. I really. I'm dressed. I took my shower this morning. Got dressed, but I'm so darn cold. And the funny thing was, she was getting. She was wearing her robe and was ready to say kind of the same thing. So, 
funny, 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 you know, and these are the things that, you know, what you, you know, different things that we triumph over, you know, as the season changes and during the week, but we talk about Triumph Tuesday because it is a day to kind of figure out how you can navigate and triumph over something that you may not think you can, you may not think you have the sources, you may not think you've got, you know, the collaboration around you to help you get through those triumphs, but, you know, there, there's something to say when you achieve them. And they could be little things. They could be milestones. Like, how did you handle your Thanksgiving meal? Did you uh, overindulge? Did you set out a goal that you were going to eat, uh, enjoy all the, the, the meal, but be more sensible with portions so you can still be partaking in the, all the flavors of the season? So there's little triumphs that, you know, we really have to pat ourselves on the back uh, because ultimately it's not it's not for anyone else to cheer us on to triumph over it's really ourselves because the person typically we're battling to get through those triumphs is ourselves is the is the image in the mirror that we don't think that we're confident enough to overcome these challenges or that we can actually stick to the good habits that are going to help us uh, individually change whatever we need to change and we got some great insight yesterday on our 350th uh, podcast, which I, I still can't believe that we've hit that milestone. And, you know, just the collaboration that we've been afforded to by, by, by deciding to embark on this journey and the different personalities, the different types of people we've met in all avenues of anything that has to do with impacting people. And we learned some great strategies about really setting the bar on really how our day goes and how we're going to triumph over those things. And we've got a bar where you can just, you know, it's, everything's out of control. And, you, you, you know, we always talk about setting the bar so high. And with that comes a lot of, a lot of uh, emotion, a lot of uh, brick walls, a lot of barriers. So when we try to keep us kind of under the bar in a more calming way, we find that we can set up those strategies and successes to triumph over whatever we're trying to triumph over. So what would you say you want to share with maybe something that you triumphed over last week? Well, it was definitely yesterday. Or yesterday. I'm working on this project for a client. And long story short with that, it's going to eventually be on slides for a webinar presentation. I think I've done it probably, I'm on my eighth draft, but this is what I learned about it because slides are sometimes difficult to work with. And I'm like, wait a minute, I am losing the whole point here. I am going to get the material that I want to be on the slides, just create it as a document and then we can fool around, decide what slides that the client wants. And I'm like, that was so simple. Yet I was stressing myself over, oh my God, this is, you know, I get like, you know, sometimes, you know, a third of the way through and I'm like, no, I don't like how this looks. So anyways, long story short, I triumph over that. And um, it's been a while since I worked with slides. So um you know, kind of threw me off a little bit. That's okay, but I triumphed over that. And we'll worry about the slide situations at another point, you know, design and all that. So right. I was really happy about that. <laughs> um, from last week, um, definitely getting all the leftovers frozen. 
I made turkey soup. So now my, at some point and probably tomorrow, cause I'm not gonna have time today. I'll freeze the soup, I'll leave a little bit out. And then there's one turkey leg left. So I may make um, a turkey salad out of that. And then everything else I was able to organize and get everything fro you know, prepped and in, in, in the freezer. So for me, that was, that was a big to do. It, it is, and it, and it comes to be where like, do I do I freeze it or not? Because then you always have that, will it taste as good after it's been frozen? There's, for me, there's certain things that you can have no problem freezing. Stuffing, I don't think that's one of them. Mashed potatoes, I'm not a real big fan of. Uh, and I know it can be done. It just, to me, it just doesn't taste the same. So we are, today's the last day uh, with, with leftovers. We've already made our turkey soup, which is good. That I'm definitely freezing because that's something that you can freeze. And, um, you know, uh, some of the stuff's got to part its ways because, you know, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time it's, in between, you know, a lot of people, you know, this is a time that people typically will gain a lot of weight, unnecessary weight, uh, from from really from I always say from Halloween to New Year's and then New Year's you're you're crying oh I gotta get back on the bandwagon it doesn't have to be that way and I think triumphing for me was triumphing was over I tested my body one time with one dessert uh, that I knew uh, I chose a lesser one that I thought my digestion could handle it could not so that was a I, I triumphed over it it wasn't the easiest thing uh, but I realized, nope, you know, I can't even do that type of a dessert. So, you know, again, it was kind of realizing what I could and what I couldn't do. Um, as far as desserts goes for Thanksgiving, I think I had a sliver of John's birthday cake and a little, little bit of this new recipe from Sandy Kern of the, the pie, the pie recipe. Um, just a, a little bit. So I, I was, you know, triumphed over, you know, any kind of like the desire for dessert because I'm not a big dessert eater to begin with. But there are certain ones that I do like. So when I went out to eat, uh, I did try one that I realized, nope, my body cannot handle it. That just solidified that dessert. So that's not happening again. And, you know, so, but I triumphed over it. You know, it's a learning curve when you're, you're starting a new journey based on what your body's telling you is toxic now when i say it's toxic i don't mean toxic that it's bad for you uh meaning by ingredient per se but it's bad for my particular body because there are certain things that just my digestion system cannot handle anymore and that's a kind of a tricky thing when you you know you still think you can eat something or you want to eat that certain favorite something and knowing like eh. so sometimes we need that reminder so that was a friendly reminder that nope can't go down that road and I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, learning new ways of doing recipes is, is a, a triumph because you're so used to, you know, well, is it, will it taste just as good? Uh, and I, I did a, a great job of replacing some of those ingredients and the food was yummy. Yeah, it, you know, it's working around, you know, cause sometimes I think the perceptions, uh, we kind of build up those walls by ourselves. Uh, <laughs> meaning, um, oh, like I'll, I'll use chocolate cake, for instance. Like I love chocolate cake. I can't eat every chocolate cake because I'm gluten-free. So like if I had a piece of cake that had gluten in it, I know I'm going to get sick. So why 
put yourself through that. So I'm just using that as a basic example, but the overall message that I want to give you is your body is always going to give you clues, whether it's maybe like, for instance, you tried a dessert and maybe it was just a bite, but you know, maybe within five. No, to it was the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I stand corrected. Yeah. If I was going for it, I was going for it. So, I mean, that is a lesson that when you see that again, or that type of a dessert, uh, you know that your body's not going to respond well to it. Nope. So I always ask myself, why, why would I put myself through that? Well, right. of course I don't want to put myself through that. And sometimes those questions that you have to ask yourself are difficult. You know, for instance, um, maybe somebody who's trying to cut back, maybe they love bread. Well, I love bread too. In fact, you know, when I see, uh, you know, when I'm at the restaurant and they're bringing over the, you know, the baskets of bread, I'm like, and, you know, I'll ask, you know, do you have any gluten-free bread by any chance? No, I'm sorry, we don't. Oh, well, you know, if I, I guess I wanted to bring my own bread, I guess I could. Oh, and by the way, sidebar with bread <laughs> over at the big Y, I have to get Ryan some, they're vegan sandwich um, buns. I think it's called Odo's or something Odo's. And you would never know that these are gluten-free and I just absolutely love them. I made a um, little bit of peanut butter sandwich the other day, just a little bit of peanut butter, toasted it. And I was like, ah, oh, bread. <laughs> Because I can't hear anything. Yeah, I did. I found a good, um, I made one of my, our stuffings gluten-free and um, you couldn't tell the difference. I mean, everyone kept saying, which one's gluten, which one's gluten-free? And, you, you know, I, I uh, seasoned it with olive oil, a little bit of butter and a plant-based plant butter and some seasoning, put it in the oven, let it dry out. And then I cut it up in cubes. You could not, you couldn't tell the difference. And uh, a little sidebar, because, you know, we always talk about health and wellness and how you triumph over that. And, you know, obviously there are uh, one state in particular, the state of Massachusetts, that still holds the record, number one record um, with um, vaccination rates. I believe that they, the state as a whole is over 83% vaccinated now, uh, as well as they also hold the title of, they are the leaders in cases, you know, new cases, uh, in Florida is number one with basically not even rated, the lowest numbers. So from a state that's been really basically opened up the entire time versus a state that has probably the strongest restrictions, and I understand uh, Faker Baker, as I name him, um, is now trying to introduce uh, COVID passports um, and he's working, supposedly he's working with like nine other states or whatever. And I think the disappointing point that people really need to understand is a lot of these cases they're finding has to do with obesity. Uh, a lot of people that are having a tougher time with the virus are obese. And when I say obese, I'm not talking somebody that's 20 or 30 pounds overweight. I'm talking about somebody that's you know, 40 plus pounds overweight. That is considered obese. And uh, the point being, a lot of people will use the argument, and it's usually someone that is overweight, obesely overweight, that will say, well, my numbers are good. 
Um, I'm not having any issues. My doctor says my heart is fine. That may be the case in your normal state of not being infected by a virus. The hard part is, which people are missing, and this is why I get so frustrated that we're not talking more about health and wellness and getting people at a healthy weight. Because when someone that is obese now gets attacked with the virus, they are attacking your fat cells all around your heart everywhere. And someone grossly obese or, or even obese or over 40 pounds or over, uh, they're attacking. So your body versus somebody that's not obese has to work harder to try to fight the virus. So while your numbers may be fine right now in a normal state, being that you're not ill, if you sadly get the virus, your body is working probably three or four times harder to fight it off versus somebody else. And that's where you're finding that a lot of obese people are the ones that are having a harder time with the virus. It's uh, taking them longer to get over. They get sicker quicker and harder because the bodies are working that much harder because the bodies weren't really healthy to begin with. So, you know, that analogy, uh, you know, and I've, I've, talk, I've had this conversation over the last several months with different people. And, you know, I noticed that people that are overweight, that is their, their go-to, like my numbers are fine. And that's great that your numbers are fine. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. That is a good thing. It's when you get infected with the virus that your weight is the problem that your health inside that you don't see from the inside out. You see it outwardly, but you don't see what's going on on the inside. And I'm disgusted with all these states that don't address the issue of obesity. Uh, obesity is the, the, the number one uh, killer for someone that has diabetes, heart condition. We can go on and on and on. Cancer, any kind of virus or infection that you get in your body, any kind of uh, surgery, uh, or, you know, if you have an injury, your body takes longer to recover and it has to do with you being overweight. So I'm trying to find ways to share with people. And I'm so upset that states are not doing a better job of implementing and talking strategies for health and wellness on how to get that weight off. Like they're all, they want to offer all this free stuff. Well, how about a free gym membership? Maybe uh, that person needs a counselor. Now, I do realize that everyone that's obese uh, is not because they're stuffing their faces or overeating or eating the wrong thing. Some people do have medical conditions. So I'm not referring to those that have a medical condition that is also combating why they're overweight. I'm talking for those that are using the argument, my numbers are good, uh, but they're not understanding that it's not about your numbers now, it's when you get attacked with the virus. What do you think, Jim? Well, it, exactly. And, you know, what people don't realize, and just to back up just a tad, um, from October 31st to um, New Year's is typically referred to as the seasonal seven. Right. And I know that we've talked about this before. But unfortunately, that seasonal seven is sometimes now times five, six, or seven because you know everybody i don't want to i shouldn't say everybody that's not the word i want to use is that we're kind of defaulting well it's you know the pandemic and i'm home and 
And of course, now you see all these commercials, you know, have you, you know, put on the pandemic 20 or 30, well, you know, buy this, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's take a step back a moment and consider ourselves on a wellness journey. The byproduct of that is that in all likelihood, you will lose weight. Don't think of it, I have to lose weight. Yes, definitely some people have to lose weight. We all know that. I was at a, <laughs> a very unhealthy weight in my early 40s. Everybody know, who knows me knows that. I was, um, I've lost over 100 pounds, kept it off, blah, blah, blah. But the point being, for me, um, <laughs> it was about changing my thinking. I want to be well. I want to be healthy. Well, how can I do that? You know, I like certain things that I like. Obviously, some things I can't eat because, you know, my digestive tract, everything is changing. But it's about listening and tuning into your body on what is good for you, what is not good for you. <laughs> so, for instance, if you're someone who has um, uh, digestive issues such as Crohn's or, you know, whatever it may be, um, technically you should not be having any gluten and you shouldn't be in any dairy. I happen to love dairy. I love cheeses. So I, and I've caught way, way back. I can't have <laughs> or eat the amount that I used to. I have to be, I love yogurts. I have to buy the small yogurts. So I'm okay with the small yogurt. Whereas I used to buy the Chobani's. Chobani's, that's a, that's a healthy uh, serving. I can't, I can eat like a third or maybe up to a half. Have to be very careful. So tune into that. I'm not saying you can't have that slice of cheese, but <laughs> for instance, if you're making a, a sandwich and you're putting, God, I know some people that put three to four slices on their, of cheese on their sandwich, cut it back put to three, and maybe the next time you have to have a sandwich like that, put two, like slowly wean it down. We're not saying you can't, you should probably not have something. We're not saying that you can't, obviously we make the choices we make for ourselves, right? That, but be practical about it. And if we focus more on the wellness aspect versus the medical aspect, well, I can just go to the doctor and get a prescription. Well, I can just go to a weight loss surgery center and lose the weight and, you know, lose the weight by putting my body through a very serious and perhaps complicated surgery. Why are we doing this to ourselves? And there, there are easy answers if we just listen to our bodies. Yeah, and I, and I think part of the problem is they're not in tune. Most people, uh, you know, are not in tune with their own bodies to correlate when they have a digestion issue to what they're eating. And that's why I always encourage people, you do a diary before you embark on anything, just do what you normally do for, for 14 days, seven to 14 days, and literally write down everything that you are putting in your mouth, what, what beverages you're drinking, what type of food you're eating, uh, you know, uh, you know, is it fast food? Uh, is it processed food? Processed food is another big no-no uh, because it just, it's just full of nitrates and sodiums and things that are not healthy for you. And then look at that diary and then now you've got a map. Okay, what can I change? You know, what do I know in my heart? I can totally eliminate 
cold turkey. Uh, if you didn't find one thing you can, that's okay. Uh, if you're a soda drinker, because so soda is a big factor of a lot of people that are overweight, try going to a seltzer or at best try a diet version of what you're drinking. That's an easy fix, easily done. If you're finding that you are one that eats a lot of butter, a lot of cream cheese, a lot of mayonnaise, start backing that down that with plant-based butter. I'm telling you, I notice no difference with the way it melts, how it tastes, uh, and how it blends with recipes. So go to a plant-based butter. That's going to save you calories. It's going to save you sodium and fat, because those are things that are really attacking around your heart and on your arteries and everything. Uh, same thing with breads. You know, are you eating a rye, uh, you know, like a, a white bread, which is white flour is really not, not good for anybody. Uh, so maybe go to try a wheat or a whole grain. Maybe instead of if you make, you know, a person who likes cheeseburgers. Okay, well, what kind of, let's start with the bun. Are you uh, doing a white bun? Or why don't you try the thins that a multigrain thin bun uh, that's less in calories, healthier flour, healthier ingredients, and replacing uh, to maybe a leaner hamburger. And again, going to a vegan cheese, it melts the same, still gives you that creamy, rich taste to it. Uh, but there you're cutting calories. So it's really about what am I eating? What do I know that I can eliminate from the get-go that I'm not going to miss? No issues with getting rid of it and trying it and then tweaking thing, thing, tweaking everything else. These are, you know, educational things that, you know, I believe that states are not talking about. They're not talking about ways to eat healthier uh, or, you know, if, if somebody is extremely overweight, grossly obese, you know, helping them, uh, you know, with getting a health coach or, you know, providing a discounted uh, membership to either a gym or to a, nutri a nutritionist. You know, these are all things of ways and they're not, they're just ignoring the obvious because you will find people that, and I'm not saying that lean people don't get the virus and get it really bad either. That's not what I'm saying because a lean person can also have issues medically speaking that makes it harder for them to fight it off. So I don't mean that. I want to make sure that we're clear on that, but you will find that most people the percentage is higher if you're already obese and trying to fight off this virus. Everyone that I've talked to that has had it has had a longer journey, a harder journey. They have recovered. Sadly, some have not. Not no one that I know personally, but you have to hit it where it's really hurting us. And that's that's in the, the, the weight department for a lot of people. And if people were healthier and they were getting, you know, maybe you're not a fitness. You don't like to do any kind of fitness. Well, walking fitness. So maybe decide that, you know what, after I eat, I'm going to go out and walk. If the weather's inclement, I'm going to walk in the house. If you got stairs, utilize that. Go up and down the stairs. March in place. There's so many avenues that you can do to start your health and wellness journey. But, you know, I have an issue with, you know, somebody, uh, and I experienced this when I was in Vegas, a, a very heavy woman who, uh, I don't know, she was probably 5'11". She was a tall woman. I'm only 5'3", so anything over that is tall to me. But, you know, 5'10", five, 5'11", five, woman who was a big woman, and um, my mask was just below my nose, and she just, like, darted, like, was in my space, yeah, talking to me about 
you know, you're putting, you know, health risks, you know, for other people, get that mask up. And she was like very indignant and then walked away. And I looked at her and I thought, stop going to, you know, the Burger King line lady. Like, like you're not impacting me with your stints on, you know, your little uh, info infomercial on how to wear a mask properly. You need to look in the mirror, like you're obese. So don't talk to me about health and wellness and, and putting other people at risk. You're putting yourself at risk uh, in more ways than one. Right, exactly. And, and that, that's sad to a, a certain extent, as we know, um, I was there, you know, I know how, how all that is. But, you know, on that note, you know, we want to encourage everyone, um, you know, journaling out what you are eating and why you are eating it. <laughs> seven to 14 days, give yourself that opportunity, but also the feelings behind it. Like if you're mad about something, you go to the refrigerator for that piece of cake. I'm just going to use that as a reference. Um, you, you're doing that probably subconsciously and not really realizing it. And until you get on the scale, of course, you know, that's for, you know, somebody like me, but, you know, and when you're done, when you go back and read it, you're going to pick up patterns like, oh, wow, I did, you know, every day at 1030, I seem to get a little grouchy and I'm running to the refrigerator to get right. that piece of cake. And so maybe it's that you, you take that, that information. Um, and what I would do is um, also is like, I like love colorful veggies. So I would have right in my line of sight when I open that fridge. So it's pleasant to look at. It's colorful. Oh, let right. me grab some of those and then close the fridge and walk away. Right. And these are all just little tools that are going to help you triumph over those triggers because it really does boil down to triggers. It could be an emotional trigger. Uh, it could be, uh, you know, depression trigger. Uh, you know, there are many things that trigger us to do what we do. We've been there. We've done that. You know, we know uh, how easy it is to put it on and how extremely difficult it is to get it off. But the, the whole point of getting it, it, it off, yes, of course, part of it is uh, a good part of it is also for self-esteem, but it's about longevity. It's about having a healthy heart, knowing that if for some reason your body is infected with some sort of virus disease or whatever that you have the the ability to fight it off in a healthy way um that you can and that's you know the whole goal is and i think the states have got to do a better job of implementing and talking about ways to combat uh, obesity in healthy ways and help people you know whether it's through a membership a gym membership uh nutritionist uh you know a coach whatever you know if they want to go out and keep spending this kind of money, uh, at least put it towards health and wellness instead of, you know, necessarily pushing other things. Let's start pushing health and wellness, get people healthy and strong, uh, not only from the inside, um, from the mindset as well, because when you know, when you start taking charge of your life and you understand why you've got these triggers, that's a triumph. I didn't know that, you know, at 10 o'clock I got grouchy. Oh my God, I realized that, you know, I had a bag of chips or some cookies. Well, we know the sugar got you high and then maybe at 10, 10, 30, you're crashing. And that's why you're going back to the refrigerator. You know, knowing what is triggering you and knowing what you're putting in your body. Uh, salt's going to make you any kind of sodium, processed food, cheeses, uh, cold cuts, all those kinds of things. have got nitrates. They're going to add to the sodium and the bloat. 
which is not good. And then, of course, the obvious of the sugars. So uh, these are all healthy tips to help you triumph. If you've got any questions, uh, we are not uh, medical personnel, but, you know, we are health and wellness coaches. And, you know, we've battled the same thing that all you are battling, you know, up and down on the scale. Uh, the triggers of what kind of, you know, impact our emotions and our well-being and our mindset. So we're here to help you and we want to help you triumph over all of these things as well. With that, we are so excited for today. Go out there, uh, triumph over whatever that triumph is. If it's a matter of, ooh, today I'm going, you know what? I listened to the Two Sisters podcast. And you know what? Today I'm going out to lunch. I'm going to order a salad and some sort of lean protein. There you go. We've impacted you. Or uh, I'm not going to go for that Coke. I'm going to go for a seltzer or a club soda with lemon. You know, whatever we can do to help, that's what we're here for. And we will see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Have a great day, everyone. This is Carol So, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. Excuse me, 5.0. I don't know what's going on with my voice here. Um, we will be on tomorrow morning, as Carol Sue said, for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We have an amazing guest, um, Pei Ming Sun, a.k.a. Sunny. Boy, she's a, she's very petite, but boy, you're, you're guys, you guys are going to love her. 9 a.m. tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.